0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The
1: Pure Hoops podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media. The Pure Hoops podcast most definitely does reflect the views of our management. Here's three-time NBA champ BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman another week another show the pure hoops podcast eric newman bj armstrong my friend how are you today
0: oh fabulous fabulous johnny ill has got me all fired up
1: you know of, i got the slogan a lot of the of, day I'm just, of I'm, just of, I'm just saying of, i'm just saying of, i'm uh, let's stop talking over each other a lot of pre-show fireworks what what has you fired up
0: yeah you know We'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Johnny Gill will will interject me. You know he he will interject into the show. So, uh...
1: but before we jump into our our rundown, real quick, I've been uh, I've been deep in uh, 1994 uh Kevin Garnett Ronnie Fields Farragut Academy uh, archival, <laughs> and it's just unbelievable like what the stuff looks like. 25, 26 years ago and um, i just I just wanted to pick your brain real quick When I say high school basketball, what's the first thing that jumps into your mind from your journey back in the day uh, as a high school basketball star uh, in Michigan?
0: It was high school like oh. You know, I, I think I missed out a lot on life. I didn't get into like, I didn't realize I was a star. I didn't realize this guy was a star. I I just, I just played out of respect to like, as a kid, I just wanted to be a kid who had fun, who played, you know, being a high school star. Was not my, that wasn't my thing. Like,
1: Okay. Well, I let just me because refra- I like to let play. Me, let me let me. Refra-
0: yeah, I just play because I like to what, play. I was like, I, I was a young course, kid doing well, what kids do. What,
1: what what's the what's the number one uh, nostalgic thing that comes racing back from that time? We all have different triggers, right? Like what what causes you to feel nostalgic about that time? If if we plugged in that VHS tape right now, with with a, a, a game from your high school career, what, what's the what's the nostalgia angle for BJ Armstrong? What is it?
0: Just that I loved it. Like, I played basketball. I was just talking to a a friend of mine who I grew up with, who I've known since I was about 10 years old. So I'm 53, so I've known a little over 40 years. And we were trying to figure out when did we... Because there wasn't Gatorade back then. But we were trying to figure out when did we drink because there was just water fountains if any yep. Yep. like on the playground in gymnasiums like when did we drink or eat we were just trying to figure out like i don't re- i don't re- you know now when i when i used to go to my my oldest son's games and here you know you bring you know he's got he's got his mom's got gatorade he's, he's got a sandwich recovery he's got like two pair of shoes. We were like, I don't remember. There weren't bottled water back then, right? (laughs) You know, no, no, there wasn't bottled water. And we were like trying to recall, like, when did we actually drink? Like, I don't remember like drinking or or, you know, but I do remember we would play like literally all day. Like, we would play sun up, sundown. We would just play, like, we play in a playground. You go to this playground, you go to this gym. You know, there was a Saturday morning run at 7 a.m. at this place called Belmont that we would go from 7.30 to 9.30. Then we would go from here to 11 to 1. Like, when did we – I was like, I don't know. I don't recall. Like, But now, you know – so I just remember loving the play. Like, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: you don't really remember, like, when you uh,
0: went to the water fountain. But yeah, you know I don't. really yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, if you. you know if it you, had to happen. Yeah, I like I, you yeah. sprained your ankle. Shit, you, you 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 got an ankle brace or you taped it back up and you kept playing. Like okay, tie that
1: shoe. Tie that shoe, tie that shoe, 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 tie shoe tighter
0: and 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 you play. Like I just don't recall all of the things that you here. I don't recall like going to work on my game. Like I went to play.
1: Yeah, going to play. Going to
0: play. That
1: was it. Yeah, I That's I don't it.
0: recall like. Uh, all of the things that you hear today, I'm grinding, I'm getting up 5,000 shots. Someone's rebounding for me. I had a trainer, yeah. <laughs> a nutritionist, yeah. like go to the park. You, you want, you want to, to go park. get your run. You, you want yeah. to get a run work on your game. Right. And hope that the, the older kids would pick you up. That's what I remember. So yeah. um, I I don't, I, you know, I, I just,
1: well you when know I listen to that's things what come, yeah. that's what comes that's back. what comes that's to what me comes like back. okay
0: like yeah like I don't recall working on my game you worked on your game
1: in competition when played, that's when you worked I on played
0: your game. I I I that's that was working on my game like where are the best players playing that's where I want to be.
1: Different era. And you know, we started this conversation. I'm watching KG and and Ronnie, and that's what those guys did. Those guys were traveling around the city of Chicago before the high school season started, and they're playing midnight league, and they're playing against grown men, and they're playing in the parks, and they're playing in the playground. And uh, you know that era is, is is my era, and yours obviously um, a, a bit before in the in the mid to late 80s. But yeah, um, same um, same type. Uh, I'll save the full story for another time. But there's still a you talk about water and water bottles. To this day, my high school coach, there's still a running joke about uh, my mom, very health conscious. Uh, she was the one that instituted, uh, we needed team water bottles. So everyone would have an individual water bottle, which 25 years ago to this day is still a joke. Uh, and I, then I, we I... were laughing about if my mom and our team took place during a pandemic, what the madness would be <laughs> with all the health concerns. We would. And, uh, <laughs> We
0: would, do, comedy. These, we would comedy. do these conditioning drills. Where, you know, I don't know what you what you guys called them. But you know, they were like ladders. You know, you start at the baseline, you go to the free throw line, touch the free Suicide. throw line, suicides, right?
1: Suicide.
0: Ladders, suicides, and we had to do four sets of four. You know, sixteen total, and you had to have a time. You know, there was a uh, there was a time, time
1: a time for each individual one, or the yeah, each individual
0: one. one. No, each individual okay. one. So yeah, like your, I don't know, 30 seconds. I can't remember. Come on, you're asking. Oh, I'm never forgetting. I'm
1: never gonna forget. Our
0: yeah, time. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It was right, right around thirty seconds 30. or so, like 30, 32, 33. and then the last oh, set you, maybe was thirty. I no, don't you
1: realize. you could definitely make it in you 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 could definitely make it in twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, I, I First can't. First few remember. times, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't well,
1: remember. I'm remembering for you i remember
0: it for you so but i do remember this because it was such a contrast when i got to the like nba was our high school coach told us not to drink because that's going to cause you to get cramps so the entire time we were running these you had to run 16 suicides without taking a drink because our coach was like that's gonna you 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 got you go to catch cramps if you drink water and 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 that and it just made me it just made me laugh you know as you know as time goes on but I just I do remember that that he would encourage us not to drink because we were going to catch cramps if we if we
1: yeah I think the key is uh, sipping the water <laughs> not gulping the water but uh, yeah. Uh, Pure Hoops podcast, high school trip down memory lane sponsored by, we'll have to figure that out in the future. Uh, Let's dive into it. My friend, LeBron James back on the floor, but he's had a setback with the ankle. Um, He's having trouble with hard cuts. He's having trouble exploding. Uh, Six weeks on the sideline, LeBron quote, I don't think I will ever get back to hundred percent in my career. Uh, we know Anthony Davis was out for a while. We know that uh, this Western Conference playoff standing is crazy with them right on the edge of the play-in. Um, straightforward question, BJ. Are the Lakers in trouble?
0: Well, you know, you can look at this from a couple of different lenses. You know, I always look, I always like to be in the present moment, right? I don't like to hear the predictions. I don't like to hear what happened in the past. I just want to be in the present moment. But Eric, as you know, at the beginning of this season, I said it then and I'm gonna say it now. I wasn't I I I I wasn't as I, I wasn't as everyone else was really elated, I should say, about the roster changes that they did. I, I I, wasn't impressed with the roster changes they did from a year ago. I didn't think yep. it was a good fit then. I don't think it's a good fit now. And I don't want to get on today when you ask the question and say, I told you so. I just, you I know. didn't like the fit. And what I did like about it was I didn't think this team, complimented their their two players talking about LeBron James and Anthony Davis those two players who are top five players in the NBA without questioning you got to surround them with athleticism, length shot blocking so forth and so on I think the players they did acquire Montrezl Harrell Gasol, Schroeder they're really, really good basketball players in their own right. But there's a thing that, that you have to have chemistry. It's a team. And how does that team, how does the individual talent come together and, and fit? That's, that's important. I don't think those players fit or was an upgrade, as everyone said, at the beginning of the season, to this unit. You know, I I just didn't, s- Rondo, JaVale McGee, and Anthony, and uh, not Anthony Davis. Um, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. To me, that fit. The athleticism, the ball handler, how this team was constructed, so forth and so on. I just thought it fit. I thought it complemented their team. So to answer your question, I'm not surprised. Even though LeBron has a, a, a ankle injury, I'm not surprised. I'm just not, I'm not surprised that, you know, it's a course of the season. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have injuries. That's part of the game, but I'm not shocked. And I'm not going to sit here and start, you know, getting on my soapbox. So I'm just going to say, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it ends. But I, again, I wasn't all up in arms. Like most, I wasn't all like, Oh, wow, this is an upgrade and all those things. Like people were saying. So I'm not surprised yep. by this. No, I know how this, I know uh, how big
1: you were. Sorry to cut you off. I know how big you were about the the five man, yep. uh, the verticality changing, the depth. And listen, Schroeder and Trez and obviously Marcusol is a is a tremendous veteran. Um they bring different things to the table. And yes, when they you do. don't have your two star players for extended stretches of time, and you don't have um this history of playing together with these other guys who you have to trust, who have to step up and play big in order for the Lakers to move forward. Mainly I'm talking about uh, Schroeder and I'm talking about uh, Trez. Um, it's going to be a problem and then match that with the competition in the West. And yes, are the, the, are the Lakers in trouble? Yes. Can the Lakers find their way back to the finals? Yes. But as it sits now, there's a very good chance they're going to face the Denver Nuggets or the Los Angeles Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. And that is going to be a tall task. So um, we're in store. And that's in the first round. That's in the first first round. round. A best of seven in the first round. Yes. And this is going to be a a test of survival for everybody in the postseason, especially the Lakers with, uh, with, with this situation with LeBron and them trying to find uh, health chemistry and a rhythm with, as we sit here discussing this on uh, Thursday, I'm trying to do the math quickly in my head. I believe they have seven games to go. um, And that's not a lot of time. So we will see Uh, another team right behind them in the West, one game back in the loss column, as we sit here, the Portland trailblazers Mm. and, uh, and actually, the, the, and we forgot to mention, the Lakers play the Clippers uh, tonight, Thursday, but LeBron James will not be playing in that game. So uh, interesting nonetheless, but not, not exactly the same without LeBron out there. Portland Trailblazers are one game back in the lost column. And uh, per our guy, uh, per our guy Shams, um, reporting that if Stotts can't pull a rabbit out of his hat with a playoff miracle of sorts, as a source put it, uh, the Blazers uh, could be opting for a new coaching voice. Okay. I know we don't get into those types of speculations often, but I think Terry Stotts has done a, a pretty good job. No, I'm, I'm selling him short. I think he's done a very good job in a situation that has been, obviously he has Damon CJ there, but They've had so many injuries and they've had a lot of players uh, in and out of there in um, role players, rotation players. Nurkic has been hurt multiple times. Zach Collins has been hurt multiple times. They've obviously gotten a great lift from Carl from Carmelo Anthony. He needed them. They needed him. I like the deal they made for Norman Powell. What, what do you make of the Blazers and the body of work? And it's not just Stotts, but the Terry Stotts, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum. They've been together now. Johnny L, check me on this. I think it's since 2013 or 14. Uh, what do you make of the body of work? And would you keep the, the group together, regardless of how deep they go in the postseason, starting with the coach?
0: You know, Eric, that's it. This is a great question. And this is why I, I got into the podcasting world, right? It's for questions like this. Terry Stotts, like most head coaches, they will take the responsibility when something goes wrong. You know, the head coaches, that's probably the last seat in the house where they can't afford To give you a prediction using analytics, they either have to win, (laughs) they lose. And they get judged for what happens during the course of the game. Okay, but here's my thought. Here's my question. I, 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 you know, Terry Stotts is not going to become, you know, in my vocabulary here because. You coach what you got, you're only as good as your best player. That's a that I I don't care who you are. You're only as good as your best player. The question that needs to be asked for the Portland Trailblazers is the following. And I'm gonna ask this question, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, it's gonna answer your question. Is this a championship caliber roster? No. Now I've I've been saying that for years. No. No, this is not a championship caliber roster. Okay. Okay. Anyone who has participated in team sports or sports understands what I'm about to say the difference and however you want to put it in your own vernacular there is a difference Eric between talk winning to talk to me talk to me and winning the championship there's a difference between winning in the regular season and winning a championship The Portland Trail Blazers is a team they have enough talent. They have a, an exceptional player in Damian Lillard. They're going to win their, their fair share of games because of the excellence of Damian Lillard. They have terrific starters, NBA players who are either former All-Stars, Carmelo Anthony, and play the game at an All-Star level. C.J. McCullough, he, he he's not an all-star but he's arguably one of the top 5 guys who probably hasn't played in an all-star game. Him, Jamal Murray, you can put those yep. guys yep. in that category. They're they're Definitely. all-star caliber players, okay? So, with that talent, you're going to win your your fair share of games. Nurkic is a very good player. Carmelo Anthony coming off your bench. You're go- you're going to win your fair share of games. But are you telling me if you look at that roster if that's a championship caliber roster. You're not convincing me of that, and, and and you're not convincing me of that for one reason. Because if you look at a championship caliber roster, you have to address the other side of the ball. You have to be able to defend. You have to be able to have shot blockers. You have to have exceptional depth. You have to have a lot of different things. Do they have a team that's going to win their fair share of games? Because Damian at when Dame does the Dame dollar sign, at any given time, the guy can go for 30, 40, 50 points. And he can win a game or two by himself without question. But are you telling me, Are you? Or is anyone telling me here that that's a championship caliber team? And no disrespect to anyone on that roster, anyone coaching the sideline and the front executives. you, you, you Y'all can't tell me that one. I think it's a good team. I think they have great players. I think they're capable of competing any given night. But you're not telling me they're better than the Lakers. You're not telling me that that team is constructed and they have a better roster than, 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 than the Denver Nuggets when the Denver Nuggets is healthy. You can't tell me they have a better th- team than the L.A. Clippers. You can't convince me of that. The Utah Jazz. All of these teams seem to have yeah, the same it's,
1: formula. It's interesting. It's, it's a tough spot because I believe that Portland can beat any of those teams in a series, but to do it three times and get to the finals is a a different story.
0: Damian Lillard, if anything, provides you hope of saying, we have a player who can play at that level. No doubt about that. But when you look at the depth of this roster, the depth, are you telling me that they are 10 deep? Where they can play and 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 figure it out and do all those things, especially on the defensive end, they are arguably. I don't know the stats because I don't. I'm not. I just. I I just try to watch the game and 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 get a feel for it. Defensively, they are. They have to be at the bottom half of the NBA. Well,
1: I'm sure within moments, Johnny L is going to throw some numbers up there and let us know. But um,
0: okay, I you, mean, you, you, but
1: you, but you, you know, you make a great point. I, I like. Listen, there's a difference between their roster um, when healthy and the reality of their roster right now. Yeah, I mean, I happen I, I to mean... like their depth, and you know, Carmelo Anthony, Robert Covington, Derek Jones, Ennis Cantor, Lillard, McCollum, Nurkic, Powell. Anthony Simons, who I think is going to be a a, a good player in this league. That's Mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Healthy Zach Collins is 10. So I I like that 10 man rotation, but they're
0: 29th in defense. Uh, (laughs) There you have it. So there you have it. So So there you have it. Okay. All right. Now they're 29th in defense. We get on every week, Eric, you and I, and we say the following.
1: Fourth in offense,
0: 29th. 29th in defense. Okay. Again, they have very good players. We get on here every week, you and I, along with the rest of the media, and we start talking about the Brooklyn Nets, how they don't defend. We – we every everyone has said that. They can score. But I don't see James Harden, Kevin Durant, or Kyrie Irvin on the roster with the Portland Trailblazers. I don't. Correct. Correct. So, again – if that is the case why is terry stotts taking the brunt of this like let's 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 be honest here let's be honest with this how good is this team and how good is this roster because I, I, I we, don't th- you, we don't we don't throw you people around yeah we don't throw people over on under the bus here oh terry stotts is the fall guy here no, no like like okay damian lillard let's just be let's just say what damian lillard is without question one of the top 10 players in the nba i don't know where he falls at in that but he's somewhere there damian lillard when he's healthy is a mvp caliber player now let's build a roster around and say okay now what are we going to do with that with the team because you can have good individual talent but does that mean that you have a good team because if you're going to be a good team you got to defend you can't just outscore people. Very true. So why is Terry Stotts even, like, when I hear these things, I'm like, okay, like, let's just be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We have a we. I know we got a top guy, but it's going to take more than one guy. It takes more than one guy to do it. CJ McCullough is a really good player. Okay, but how are we going to complement these really good players with the necessary – skill and the necessary talent that's going to allow this team there's that key word this team to compete at a high level yep and if you're going to defend in today's game by the way and we know this league right now is an offensive league but if you are going to defend you better have a shot blocker somewhere on your roster i don't see a shot blocker on their roster in years i know know they got white side they got yeah, white no, side, the, but that didn't work out for them. Okay. No, but,
1: no, their best shot blocker is probably their best wing defender and Derrick Jones Jr. And that's okay, not the shot so, blocker we're talking about. So you know, what team has, inter- yeah. No, I'm sorry. Just just to, to add some context to this, um, it's very interesting that, you know, they added Covington and they added Jones, okay. who are known as defensive-minded players. Okay. It hasn't helped, it hasn't helped the team defense statistically. Um, obviously, they're in the thick of it in the West. C.J. McCollum, I think it's safe to say, would have been an all-star this year if he had not gotten hurt. But listen to this. Since 2015, which is the last time LaMarcus Aldridge was on the Blazers, Damian Lillard has played with, obviously, zero MVPs, zero all-stars, zero all-NBA teammates, and zero players making defensive player of the year. So that says it all. That says
0: it all. If you want to be good in this league, Okay, and I know we we give all of the guards and small ball and all of those things. You can play you can play. Small ball, but you better have a shot blocker somewhere. You better have a shot blocker somewhere. So for all we say about Brooklyn, they have DeAndre Jordan. The Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez and Giannis, defensive player of the year. The Sixers. Joel Embiid, Utah Jazz, Ben Gordon, Ben Simmons. Yes. Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Aiden. Okay. Are you, are you, are are we following here? Mm -hmm. Look what, look what, look what the Denver Nuggets just did. They just added JaVale McGee. So clearly, if you want to have a good team. (laughs) Shot blocking. May be, may be a necessary thing. Look at the Knicks' turnaround this year. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson, Darlene's Noel. Okay, now, so now that we put the truth out here, digest it how you want to digest it, let's assess the, ass, assess the situation. What is realistic for me to expect? Nurkic is a really good basketball player. Enos Cantor, he is a terrific basketball player. But maybe his skill set is not the absolute necessary thing for this roster. Not on the
1: defensive side
0: of the ball. That's, that's all I'm saying, Eric. And if we start talking about people and their jobs, let's call it like it is here. Let's stop with all of the – because Terry Stotts has done a terrific job. The Atlanta Hawks, Clint Capella. Let's, let's look at these teams that are playing well. Let's look at mm-hmm. all of them. There's some type of defensive presence that they have. Why
1: did the Celtics struggle? They don't have a consistent shot blocker in the middle.
0: Talk to him here. Now, I'm going to leave it alone now. Yeah, let's, let's leave it alone. On.
1: And you mentioned Nate McMillan. So let's transition to the team he used to coach, the Indiana Pacers. I like how I did that there. Um, Nate Bjorken. Did I say that right? Nate Bjorken? Is that close enough? BJ?
0: Uh, that's That's good. Let's call him Nate. Let's call him Coach do you Nate. You know do you do you know him well? Personally? I know I know Nate. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh,
1: obviously from the Nick Nurse coaching tree was with him in Toronto. And listen, I I I can't imagine how many times since your NBA life began where you've heard uh players have um You know, play players have uh, voiced their dissatisfaction with the coach, and here they're naming Sabonis and Brogdon, and then on Wednesday, a guy that I haven't even thought about since maybe when he was drafted a couple of years ago. Uh, and correct me on this pronunciation, uh, Gogo Badasi. Am I saying that correctly? Let's call him. Let's call him Goga. Goga Badasi. Verbal altercation with assistant coach Greg Foster. Obviously, you played in the league with Greg, and that's not a guy that I would want to get into a verbal altercation with. And he actually told uh, Greg Foster to uh, sit the F down. And Foster uh, was not taken kindly to that. And they got into an argument. And then we're hearing that Foster has now been suspended for one game and uh, Goga has been fined. So we're in a different time, it's 2021. Um, I think the relationships and interactions with players and coaches are probably a little bit different today uh, than a past era or the player, uh, the era you played in. Uh, what do you make of this situation uh, first with the head coach, And then this dust up on the bench between a former NBA player and a guy who, let's be honest, has no right to talk to Greg Foster that way.
0: Well, whenever you're in a group, whenever you are in a team situation, you know, there's bound to be conflict. And I was very fortunate that I learned this very early in my career, like day one, you have to be comfortable in the conflict. You have to be comfortable.
1: Oh, I like that. I like that. Comfortable in the conflict. I like that.
0: And if you're not comfortable in the conflict, then you're going to struggle here, especially in professional sports. I don't care what sport you play. You're going to, you're going to. So I learned on day two that I had to be comfortable being uncomfortable because there are going to be misunderstandings because emotions are high when you play. So when emotions are high, Reason, logic is kind of low because you're emotionally you're involved in the game, okay? And I was I I I just learned that I learned that very quickly. I I I learned that quickly. I I learned also that there were going to be things that were said that probably you wish you didn't say. Vice versa, right? Coaches are going to say something to players. Players are going to say something to coaches. So. These type of dust-ups, or whatever you want to call it, now it's a verbal altercation, whatever it is. That's it. I'm like, that's it. (laughs) There was a through a few FUs, and that's it. That's it. There were you know, I've been in locker rooms where you know there's been full-blown fights between coaches, players, players, coaches, executives. And then afterwards, everyone comes in. One, two, three, let's go. And, it's, and then you move on. That was the era that I grew up in. So sure. looking at that, like, that's not even, like, I, I, like I, I looked at the video before the show started and I was like, what, what happened? Like, I'm literally, what happened? Now, the only thing for me, but again, I want to speak from how I look at it is I look at the leadership and how things are handled. Okay, if that was a problem, OK, wherever I see two people communicating, I always look at that as a positive. So clearly there was some type of misunderstanding here. And then that's why you communicate so that you can figure out what the misunderstanding is. Let's clearly, there was a misunderstanding. And let those people work it out. What I don't like, what I don't like, especially when I'm on a team or in a group, is when you don't allow... The two people who had the conflict, and I learned this being in the locker room, you have to allow those people to figure out how they're going to communicate and work with each other. Mm -hmm. And if they can't, to where it gets to be a physical altercation, that's where you come in and say, hold on. But as long as they're just screaming at each other, I, I always look at that as a positive. So the fact that they were screaming, God bless them. Step one Because yeah. you're not going to get that emotional about something that you don't care about. The fact that Coach Foster is that engaged into the game on whatever happened, and the fact that this kid is that engaged, let them work it out. But when you start finding people and you start doing those things, to me, okay, you're overstepping your boundaries. Right. If I'm an executive, yeah, yeah. I got to give if I'm an executive and I got to give the coaches, I got to allow the coaches to coach because sometimes. You know, you got to let that you got to let that coach coach. I trust you enough to say, I don't know what happened there. I know what it looked like from up in my suite. And
1: I think that's part of it. that you know, yeah, it yeah, on the yeah, bench, yeah. But but it should. It, I'm not saying it, so, it, so, it so should to be me, an this issue. Is,
0: this is what I yep. this is what I see. And this is again, I don't know what happened. I'm not pretending, but I would have loved if it were me, if you were asking me, and I'm just sitting here, if you were asked me, I would have loved to say this is an internal matter. Things will be handled, and then we're going to move on. And whatever needed to happen, they didn't need to say he was suspended or whatever was determined. Things were going to happen, and this is an internal matter because. It was an internal matter. It just happened to play out during the game. But to come out and say, wh- what if What if Coach Foster was right? I like the fact that the coach, he stood his ground. Hell yeah. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Like, so coaches should be allowed to, like, but again, that's the area I grew up in. So to me, that was like, man, oh, oh, coach, what's his name? And they got into it. Like. I've got into it with so many coaches like that. That's like, that's the He's only cute. way I, I thought the guy, okay, if he didn't, if the coach didn't think enough of you to raise his voice at you, you probably you go. weren't good.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that should be the cause for concern, right? If if, if they're not going to take the time to care I'm, or motivate or inspire or yell at you, then you have a problem.
0: I was in year three or four before they even called me by my first name in the NBA. Like, that was nothing, people. That was nothing. Okay. Yep. That was nothing. Now question. today. Yeah. So but go ahead. Again, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was go gonna start. say, but in today's game, and I would have I would have loved for it to be handled as an internal matter. So that way the coaches and the players have the responsibility and accountability to know that. And I'm saying this to everyone who plays sports, I don't care, high school, grade school, little league, big league, professional league. It's never personal. Right. When. Coach Jackson and all the coaches I played for, when they called me out of my name, I never took it personal. Because there was the player I knew they were talking to. And then there was the person. So. Things are going to be said in a high emotional environment like we're playing. Like, the Pacers right now are fighting, you know, they're fighting. So, I like this. This is good. This is – they still care because isn't that better than the guys just cashing it in and be like, ah, uh, this this group is
1: – For sure. I mean, this team has I, – I, 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 this team so, had some high hopes at the beginning of the year. Then they make the Oladipo vert deal. Karras thankfully gets the physical. They find what they find with him. He's out. Sabonis is in and out of the lineup, yes. and now they're in a playing situation. Yes. So, like, let, let's so, compete
0: and go. Let's compete and go. So, I like it. I like the fact that whatever was said was said. Okay, the guys come in. Let's calm it down. Let's keep it going. There was a misunderstanding, but trust me, Eric. Trust me, when I tell you, I've been in some. I've I've seen a lot of furniture move in locker rooms. There you go. So all of this, a little, a little screaming between players. Nothing. Nothing. Like, this isn't nothing. even worth even talking about. Like, you suspend the guy. Then,
1: then, then let's yeah, move on. Yeah. Let's move on. We we will though create a furniture moving segment moving forward. Speaking of the play-in, Eastern Conference, right now, the Celtics in the heat are tied for sixth Celtics have the tiebreaker right behind them is Charlotte and then Indiana and Washington safe to say they're both uh, locked in into that uh, nine ten spot so before we look at the west uh, and and Boston and Miami both one game back of Atlanta in the loss column for fifth and the Knicks you know, two games in the loss column at this point feels more like five. Uh, the, the Knicks have a great chance to capture that four seed. So um, Atlanta, Boston, Miami, two will be in as the five, six seed. One will be the seven seed in the play-in. How do you think that is going to land, my friend? Hawks, Celtics, Heat, which one of those three is in the play-in?
0: Well, I – you know, because I always look at the team who's the most consist- consistent on the defensive end. I think out of those three teams, the the Heat, Boston, and Miami. I think the Heat.
1: I'm sorry, you said you said Heat twice. So it's okay, Heat, Hawks, the Heat, Heat, Hawks, Heat,
0: and, Hawks and the Celtics. Celtics. I think out of those three teams, I think the Heat and the Celtics are the most consistent on the defensive end hmm. than the than the Celtics. So I think the Heat will continue to play and they seem like they're, you know, they're, they're right there. I think they're tied right now with Boston, as, as you mentioned earlier, uh, they could potentially move up to that six seed. So I think Atlanta and the heat will probably move into those position and the Celtics are probably going to probably fall to seven, seven and eight. That's how I look at it. You know, I think the Celtics, the Celtics have had a really, a, it's been an interesting year the Celtics. I mean, they've, you know, been, you know, it's been hard with, to watch. With, yeah. With COVID trades injuries. I mean, you watch, I mean, I think their season summed up to me beautifully the other day. And when I saw Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they just collided, you know, it was just like, it's been that type of year for them. And it seemed like they can't, can't catch a break. You know, as soon as, you know, Jason Tatum had 60 the other night, you're like, you know, I started saying oh, maybe and then all of a sudden it's just been one of those type of, you know, it's been been that type of year for them. Um, so I, I, I'm going to say that I'm going to go with the Heat and in Atlanta to get those uh, two remaining spots.
1: Well, that'll be great for my sanity if the Celtics are in the NBA play in. Um game. They had a big win last night against Orlando. It helps when Kemba Walker is in the lineup, but uh, this team has been uh, consistently inconsistent the whole season for all of the reasons we've talked about. So they'll continue to drive uh, Celtic Nation crazy and probably do something both uh, wild and impressive early in the playoffs before uh, exiting somewhere along the lines. Um, so Western Conference, my friend, before we wrap it up for today, um, Mavs, Lakers, Blazers, five through seven, all separated by a half a game. Uh, which one of those three do you feel is going to drop into the play?
0: Now, that one can go either way. You know, if you'd asked me a couple weeks ago, Dallas looked like they were about to turn the corner and all of a sudden... They've had some you nice know, wins. They've had some nice wins, but these, they, you know, they they've won seven of ten. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Lakers. You know, LeBron is. I don't know when he's coming back. Yeah, I don't know well, when he's coming back. And they beat Denver
1: at the top of the week when he was out.
0: Yeah, so I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. And you know it's and there's only like six or seven games left, so it's not like it's going to get any better. It's not like, no, magically no. his ankle is going but, to improve. But let me
1: let me but let me say this: whether it's Dallas, LA, or Portland, right? You're either gonna have Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, or LeBron and AD in a play-in situation with John Morant and the Grizzlies, Steph Curry and. The Warriors, and then of course, the Popovich coach Spurs, where who knows he could make you
0: could have the Spurs, that. or you know, don't forget about New Orleans, yeah. they're right around there too.
1: New Orleans is two back in the lost column of the Spurs, yeah. But this, this West play in, and as much as the Washington Wizards are uh playing very entertaining basketball right this now, be, this would be course, fun. that would be Westbrook fun, Rick though. Bradley Beal. Like, can you imagine Luca and Steph or Dame and Steph? And not to discount the Blazers, uh, not to discount, excuse me, the Grizzlies with job, but like any combination here uh, with these teams in the play-in, fighting to get in the well, it'll be fun. Be I can really, see, look, I can
0: see your look at your face. You're just lighting up. You're just lighting You, you, you love the 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 play-in game. It's like the NCAA tournament. It's you, fun. You, yeah, it's uh, fun. It's, it's, fun. fun. It's, it's fun unless it's you're fun. one of those teams. It's fun.
1: Right. It's great. I can't wait to be watching the Celtics in the play-in in the East. You're you're gonna you're gonna really love that. Um. Closing thoughts, and I haven't asked you this. Do you like the play-in as something that solves the issues of a pandemic-shortened season? Or do you like the play-in as something that is going to consistently be part of the uh, NBA playoffs moving forward assuming next year will be quote unquote normal this is what i like
0: about the play-in you know it's a very complicated question and it's going to require an answer that's going to need more than just this year to solve it yep you know we had a thing in in this league eric over the last couple years where you know tanking was a real thing Mm. okay tanking was a real thing and, you know, how many times did you see teams, especially late in the season, say, we're going to just play our young guys? You know, you look at Oklahoma City Thunder right now, right?
1: Development. Development. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, Al Horford or these guys, you know, OK, it is what it is.
1: Al Horford hasn't played a game since. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, you 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 just I'm just I'm just using it as an example. I'm not picking on OKC. I'm just using it as an example. So oh, no, I just, just want to yeah. I just want to
1: pick on Al Horford. That's all. Yeah.
0: So. It was a real thing. And the NBA recognized it. I think people in the league recognized it. The fans recognized it that we understand that my team or all teams can't win, but that doesn't preclude the integrity of the game of saying, we're going to come here to play and we're going to try to win. Okay. That, that's a, that's a, that's a real thing. So, What I do like about the play-in situation is now it's forcing all of those teams, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, because they're always like a game or two out to have to play. Got a shot. You got a shot. Shot. Okay. If you're, if you're the Chicago Bulls right now, you're like what two or three games out financially, what that would mean to the Bulls organization of getting into the playoffs and potentially winning a series it's huge it's huge normally teams in that situation probably would just say hey let's just go with our younger guys so this yeah. is what i like about it now this yeah. is what i like about it it's forcing those teams to make a decision because they have to they have to at least try to win You can't just say we're a game out and we're going to just start resting players.
1: No, it can't be. It can't be one, two, three, can't So that's what I like about it. You got to play it out.
0: What I don't like about it is, you know, those teams seven and eight, they fought hard all year to have an opportunity. And all of a sudden, just because you finished seven or eight, which you could finish a half game behind the sixth place team or a game behind. And all of a sudden you're knocked out of the playoffs.
1: Right. You're playing for your life. One. Yeah, that's what I, mean, I don't like. It right, but the 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 thing that I like. Yeah, I, I'm with you uh, across. I mean, the I, I
0: don't. I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think it's perfect, but I like the first attempt. You know what I'm saying? You You know what I mean? Like, the
1: Absolutely. league had to and, do something. Right, and I like the fact that you know the seven and eight play each other, and whoever wins that game is in the playoffs. Right. Period. And then the loser of that game, well, you've got another chance to. Win and and be in. So, uh, I, the I, 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 yeah. The biggest thing, though, the integrity of the game was being put in such question, it's and you good. had so many of these games from later uh, with the regular with the the regular schedule cadence from late March to mid April, where they're as meaningless as expi- exhibition games because of yeah. how these teams were approaching them. And let's say a team just using it for an example, the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Houston Rockets or the Detroit Pistons, they're playing a team in the thick of a playoff race and they're treating it as a developmental game where the outcome of that game, if they're playing the Atlanta Hawks or the Boston Celtics competing for five, six and trying to stay out of the play-in, like it's, it's, it's not a true result. And it's not fair to the other teams who are competing for the postseason. So I like it. Obviously, LeBron James at the beginning of the week made his comments, uh, which were more so out of frustration. But I I think it's working. And uh, I think it's going to continue to be something that is great for the integrity of the league. And uh, is going to be really entertaining for the fans. So.
0: I'm yeah, glad we talked about it. Yeah. I'm glad we yeah, talked. No, to- yeah. I really yeah. Am. for sure. I, really I, I again, I I think this is a, a great first attempt, but I'm not I don't think it's the the complete answer. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it, something needed to be done. And I think what you're seeing is you're seeing teams have to play at this stage of the season. So I think it's uh, you know, it, it, it's it's a good first attempt.
1: Great show today, my friend. Um, looking ahead at the weekend, we've got uh, we've got Nets Nuggets on Saturday, and uh, on Sunday, a big game in the East: the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat. A 10 a.m. start Pacific time on Sunday. I am Celtics on my Sunday. Morning. The
0: Celtics on uh, Sunday. That's a bad combination. They they just never play well on Sunday.
1: Well, that's a big the, game.
0: That's a big game yeah, for them. And
1: they used they used to play well on Sunday uh, playing against you with the Bulls. I remember watching those games. A uh, <laughs> Larry and Bird's not walking in this door, in pal.
0: Larry, Larry Bird's not walking, walking in this, through this through door. door.
1: Robert Parishane walking through that door. Kevin <laughs> McKaylee <laughs> walking through that door. If they do, they're going to be gray and old. Thank you, Ricky P. Great job today. Special thanks to my partner, BJ Armstrong, Johnny L, producer extraordinaire. Another great job, Johnny. Editor, Kristen Woolley, Bruce Bernstein, and the entire Pure Hoops Media fam. And check out the Mike Weiss Show each and every Monday. Full courts taking a little time off. Thank you to Fisher and Kay for all their great work with college basketball. Catch and shoot 2.0. Aaron Berlin, Otto Strong on Wednesdays. Buckets, boards, and blocks with Monica McNutt and King McClure on Thursdays. The Pure Hoops podcast with BJ Armstrong and yours truly, Eric Newman, dropping every Friday. We're going to be amping it up come playoff time. Stay tuned for some info on that. I think we're going to do some show overlaps and uh, be getting into these games uh, a little bit more often with shorter, quicker shows and convos. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay shot ready. Stay pure. The Pure Hoops podcast is a presentation of Pure Hoops Media.
0: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.